Let's get naked. I still want that on a t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's sticker. gonna it's gonna happen. When we do it's our when we do our OnlyFans, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. The OnlyFans. The OnlyFans. Are we do are, are we did we just make an OnlyFans? No. 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 I think we gotta start with a Patreon and then we can work our way to it. Yeah, yeah work fans. your way up to that. That's it's like a level two black belt or whatever. Yes. You gotta earn yeah. it. You have to earn it. That's what you have to do. Earn it. You have earn to it. earn our nudity. <laughs> it is our nudity. <laughs> nudity. Do you want to see us naked and on the dark web? That's going to be a two-step process. First, you got to become a Patreon, and then you'll eventually have to join our OnlyFans. And that's we how say, you get that. Can we say it's a 2.5 2. process? Because then they have to get naked, too. What? Oh, you're right. And then and then you have to be naked with us. That is the qualification. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Okay, I dare you to say Bloody Mary three times. party. So back to the important topic at hand, the nudity. Please. The nudity. Please. The nudity on the dark web. <laughs> yep. That's what we're talking about. When quarantine is over, you you guys, you guys, people are gonna be wacky. They're gonna be they wacky. Are. Yeah. I just wanna touch everybody. Except no, not anymore. Be- I'm back at work now and I see people all the time and I hate it. Oh my god, there's gonna I be a lot touch of everybody. touching. There's gonna be a lot of touching. I don't want to touch everybody, but I want to touch like 85% of people. <laughs> I want to touch the people that I love. I want to hug you guys so bad. That sounds wonderful. It's going to be a long hug. Ooh. It's going to be the longest hug. It's going to be you over imagine? when I say it's over. <laughs> yep. And that'll be all night. We're going to record in a, in a cuddle puddle. Yep. All night long. What's the, what's the safe word? Or is there is no safe word. There's, there's, no, there's no safe, safe word. word. You're no. stuck in the cuddle puddle. Yeah. This is McCamey Manor of Cuddles. <laughs> Extreme hot. No! No! Just call me Russ. There is no safe word in this cuddle puddle. (laughs) Yes! Oh my god. Oh, I hate it. Put it on a t-shirt. That's so that we are making McCamey Manor jokes. That is a whole new level. This is like the third time it's come up on the podcast, which, by the way, I think think about it a lot. Yeah. (laughs) This is a podcast. Hi, welcome. This is a podcast. It's a slumber party. A spooky slumber slumber party. party. And you're all invited. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I have my ice pack strapped to my back now, so it's around my (laughs) I'm getting <laughs> auto asphyxiation, like erotic vibes a little. <laughs> but I mean, like, that's fine. Like we said, there's no safe word. <laughs> there's no safe word. What happened the stays at the slumber party? There you go. Now it looks right. No, no. She is not invited. Nope. Should we, like, say who we are and share a fun fact about ourselves? I suppose that's a good idea. Hey, hi, hello. Welcome to Spooky Slumber Party. This is a podcast not about weird kinks. <laughs> Believe it or Where'd not. Where did Kelly go? Oh my God, did she drop off again? We lost her again. Google Hangouts has not been our friend. Oh, oh wait, back. she's back. This is yes, wacky. Back. This is wacky. Back, back again. Kelly's back. Kelly's back. Kelly's back. Kelly's back. Technology people. Technology. We're not in the same place. <laughs> you know what's wonderful about technology and quarantine? Well, uh, it's a little little segue. Um, I, uh, I I found an old external hard drive, okay. and I did a little deep dive into the hard drive. <laughs> did a little Let me deep just dive. Say, woo! Went back to early two thousands, like mid two thousands, I guess technically. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was fun. Lots of fun photos, Some pictures, and, oh, yeah, oh, videos. Damn! Wow, what a time! What a time! Can you can you uh, show us some? Probably, probably. <laughs> I would love that some. more than anything. Um, Actually, I saw that picture you posted on your Instagram um, a week or so back of a throwback of you at Disneyland in your cute little tiki dress. Oh, oh yeah! I, Precious, I just thank gorgeous. you. I just miss it so much. I miss it too. We That's gotta go. And like that little romper is the cutest stinking thing ever. Um, but it also was like very fitted to the point where any like sudden movements <laughs> would be dangerous. Oh. oh, that's not good. And it's not great for like a park day. Um, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. So like at some point, I can't remember if it actually happened at Disney or if it was like afterwards, but at some point I may be like bent over a little bit and the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the butt split open just a tad. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay, so now it's got a, a ventilation. It's got a, a little fart shoot. <laughs> a toot. It's, a little toot. it's got a toot shoot. All right. It, it's oh got a toot God. shoot. And also, um, it's very short, and so wearing it on Splash Mountain was an interesting oh. choice. <laughs> I bet oh your 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 picture did not make it up on the board. I bet they were like, "That's a little bit too much of the vajay." <laughs> well, the good news is you can't see it, but um, oh, good, you knew. But uh, the water it was not dry. <laughs> yeah, let's just say it was not dry. It was not dry. She was not dry. Like, yeah, it was not dry. Yeah, it looked like I had a little accident. <laughs> Um, was that your fun fact? <laughs> I think so. I think so. You can share. No, we're going to be nice. You can share something else and say who you are. Okay. I'm Kelly. I am your scream queen at the spooky slumber party. I am an actor. I like to sing. I like to dance. I like to perform. I like to do it all. And <laughs> she yeah. does it. She does it all. I like to really. She does it all. Okay. True that. Um, What's something like you've been enjoying? like a media okay so for the most part it's been a lot of sex in the city just like non-stop binge noise bringing it back oh bring it back and it's like it's so fun watching it with my mom because we binged it back in the day when it was Aww. first you know super popular and it's like we're binging it again together and it's so fun oh my gosh it's like it's just so Aww. nostalgic are you wonderful. all the way through uh we just started season five so we're getting there Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we've been watching Sex in the City, Frasier, Gossip Girl, a little bit of Seinfeld here and there. Um, Frasier, well, and I love Frasier. Oh, so good. And then of course Hallmark, like every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. Every day. That's pretty watching, on brand. Like, yeah. Watching the movies, watching Hallmark Just movies. Just all of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just you know, as as you do when you're in my family. Um, as you do. <laughs> but the standout recently. Last night. Talk to us. Yes. Little concert film from, I want to say like 1972-ish. Oh, yeah. Born to Boogie, the T-Rex concert film. What? What? Born to Boogie. What is that? What is that? So T-Rex is one of my all-time favorite bands. Sure. Consists of Mark Bolin, Absolute, Glitter, Glam, Angel God, Rockstar. Um, from the, like that. yeah, yeah. Um, very much like he didn't get as popular here as like Bowie and some of those other dudes, but he should have because honestly, he's the best. He's the best of the bunch. Um, that's them's fighting words for a Bowie fan like myself. Like, fighting go words. Go on. You know, I do. Well, I love Bowie too, but this is this is America. It's a, <laughs> I don't know. Just Mark has he has my heart. He has my heart. Um, yeah, you, you've heard his music if you've seen Billy Elliot. They feature a few of his songs yes. in it. Yeah, uh, Moulin yes. Rouge. They, I mean, right? Yeah, it's like oh, they're God. a thing. T Rex is a thing. Thing. It's a great thing. So, um, in the late seventies, before Mark tragically passed away in a car accident, he had he had a short lived variety show um, where he would have bands play. There's even like a disco dance group called Heartthrob that comes on and does like choreographed routines to like <laughs> to like funky disco God. music. Um, Was this in England this era? Yes, or? yes, yeah. yeah. 
And uh, in between the acts, Mott comes out and he's all sensual and he's like, you know, he'll have like a flower and he's like sniffing it. And he's just like, he's like, now our next guest, we have a few lads who are going to play a song. And one of them is my friend Billy Idol. And I don't think he's as pretty as I am, but we'll see. And he's just like, oh, it's so amazing. Um, You're loving it. Oh, my God. And so, okay, so, yeah, we watched we watched Born to Boogie, the concert film. We watched the whole thing. Then we went to the variety show. So it was just like... It was just a T-Rex night. It was wonderful. It was a T-Rex, T-Rex Tuesday. Oh my God. Everybody. And there's like one part where he, he just like comes on screen shirtless and he's just like, ah, I was like not physically or emotionally ready for it. It was just like, <laughs> <laughs> Physically, emotionally, spiritually, you were unprepared. I was unprepared, but um, very happy. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it, people. Yeah. The Scream Queen. Yeah, I just, I love them so much. Like, by the end of the night, I was like, I need to get a T-Rex tattoo. I, I'm going to listen to all their albums. I'm going to blah, 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 blah. I just yep. love them so much. Need a T-Rex mask? <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got a tank top somewhere. So, somewhere. I'm going to look that up tonight. Is it on YouTube? Yes. Yes. Oh, and Bowie. Bowie is on the variety show. Perfect. Oh, I did. oh then I, and oh, even better. Had me. Um, so at the end... Of the episode I watched, Bowie and Mark do a song together. They do this like bluesy song, and like right before the vocals kick in, Mark trips and he falls off stage. No, no. and Bowie is just like standing there laughing. <laughs> and they oh just my god! Roll credits and that's it. <laughs> oh my god! I have that's to see so that. Good. That's amazing. And nobody fishes him out. Nobody helps him. No one help him. No. <laughs> Why are the 70s better than right now? <laughs> they were. The 70s were great. And I'm really bummed I didn't get to be a part of it. I want to go hang out with my parents in the 70s. <laughs> the media part was good. A lot of the other stuff, not oh, so good. Oh, true. True. That's true. There was a lot of shit in the That's 70s. That's kind of why but it's like media. good. Yeah. Like why it's all good now oh, is because yeah, yeah. you get the best parts of every past decade mm-hmm. and you can just ignore the horrifying <laughs> part. Absolutely. There's horror. still a lot of shitty stuff right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It compounds over time. How about yeah. you? Yeah. How about you? You you there with the purple uh, the purple hair? Oh my god, the green Whoa. hair. <laughs> purple hair. Purple, purple, purple hair. hair. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm good. Hey, hi, hello. I'm Emma. I'm uh the Derby Devil, and I'm not playing Derby right now, so that's super fun. Um, you can take the devil out of the Derby. She can't take the derby out of the devil. You can't do it. She's here. She's here. She's here. She's here to stay. Um, let's see. No, I'm frozen. Have I? Oh, so I've been watching a little show called Prodigal Son. I've heard so much about it because two girls, one goes. Holy, holy, yes. So that is that is a big thing. Um, so one of the hosts of our favorite pod, one of our favorite podcasts, uh, Two Girls, One Ghost, Sabrina. She is one of the writers on the show. So I knew that going into it. Um, so my mom is actually obsessed with the show. And she's like, you have to watch it. You have to watch it. You have to watch it. She's been bugging the shit out of me about it. And I finally started it a few weeks ago. And oh my God, Paula was right. I'm obsessed. <gasps> Paula knew. And it's got Michael Sheen in it, who's oh. a god. Mm-hmm. Oh. Who is a god. Oh my. Yeah. Oh. Holy shit. He's amazing. And he, the, his and character. The, yeah. Uh, okay, so so for Kelly who hasn't heard of the show, um, so it is about a this this young man, this young handsome man named Malcolm, and his father was a serial killer. So his dad was arrested when he was like nine or ten years old, and he's the one that called the cops on his dad. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's a whole oh there's a whole backstory with that. So that's a whole thing. That's a whole thing. But the show starts with him later in life. He is a profiler for the FBI. 
Um, but he's, you know, he's a little, he's a little unorthodox. He kind of does his own thing. He does what he feels is best in the moment and it's always his best, but you know, it's pretty unorthodox for the FBI. Mm -hmm. And so the FBI fires him. And so his old pal from the NYPD is like, Hey, do you want to consult on this case for me real quick? So he's like, yeah, sure. So he pops by the crime scene and he figures out that the man that they're looking for the killer from from this crime scene is a copycat of his dad. What? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So that's the first episode. You're getting into it, and you're just like, "What? Yeah. Oh my god! It's a whole thing. It's so cool. Every yeah. episode, there's like, it's it's very much like a crime procedural kind of thing, where it's like every episode, there's a new crime scene, there's a new thing to figure out, but there's a baseline plot of him figuring out all this shit with his dad, and then he's visiting his dad in prison as well. Well, and that's who Michael Sheen plays is the is the surgeon, the serial killer, and he's mwah, for not phenomenal. Oh my god, amazing! Um, yeah, it's ugh, it it's looks so good. good, and and I like the other guy on it that plays the son because um, he was on The Walking Dead for many seasons. He played Malcolm? Jesus. Yeah, he played Jesus on The Walking Dead, and what? That was character's name, Jesus. I was very confused. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, he's a very good actor. And um, yeah, so I, I really have no excuse for not watching Prodigal Son. I got to get on it, add it to the oh, list. Oh, you guys, you both would absolutely adore it. Um, I've, oh there were a couple episodes where I was like, I mean, we've binged it hard. I think we're on episode like 20 right now. <laughs> nice. Um, but so I've definitely, there have been days where I've been like, I'm kind of bored with this just because it is like the same kind of like, it's procedural it's a procedural exactly there's like a set thing for every episode it's like this is the crime we're figuring it out oh we figured it out but that baseline of him figuring out a bunch of old trauma with his dad is what's keeping me there it's so interesting and i love it yeah Ooh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um good shit good shit add it to your list people what are you we're all sleeping on it clearly yeah, so, I have been yeah. for so long now. A year, and it just got renewed for season two. So nice, yeah. Oh, and good news for Sabrina too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our girl oh. still got a job. <laughs> she still got a job. Um, so my name's Sandra. I'm the Lit Witch. Hi. Hello. I am here for your literature and your literature. <laughs> um, let's see. What have I been? What have I been up to? Um. I've been blowing through a few horror books. One, oh, not so good. A couple, so good. Coming up Ooh, on genre spill junkies. Spill that tea, girl. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, if you follow me on NetGalley, you will know the ones I review. But we just did a book called Eden on genre junkies, and it is an environmental sci-fi horror. <gasps> and post for that. I'm excited yes. to that one. Oh, my gosh. I love it. It's like one of my contenders for book of the year Whoa. so that's super exciting i've ha- i have a couple and then i just started my friend david sodagrin's newest horror novel too uh called dead girl blues hmm. he is um paperbacks and pugs on instagram <laughs> he has the pug named boris he has boris oh, oh yes we've heard yes. about him yeah and i love his books and he writes really hardcore horror books for died in the wool horror fans and he pulls no punches um like there's cool stuff and character stuff and all that but i mean it's also just like fucked up shit (laughs) and i'm so excited for his new book i'm just like oh i know i'm gonna be in for such a treat and this one is a slasher meets noir style thing so excited about that and then i wanted to share with you guys because you know it's super rare that i get into something that's not horror and i watched it's not very many episodes the little series on Netflix, Unorthodox. Yes, you told me about it. I need to go yes. watch it. Oh my God. It is hard. It is hard hitting. It's hard to watch. You know, there's definitely some some content warnings for some stuff. But this is this lady's real life of um, escaping the Hasidic Jewish community <gasps> in New York and fleeing to Berlin. And I really want to read her biography because, of course, you're not going to get her whole story in like five episodes. Right. It's brilliantly acted by a largely um, like Israeli cast and they speak y- in like Yiddish a lot. And it's, you know, you can't beat life sometimes like the true stories of what people go through. It's, you know, you're just like, oh, my God, so inspired and with what people can overcome mm-hmm. and get through highly highly was this the same woman that was featured on like 
feel like I, I heard a, a story on like This American Life or some kind of NPR type of Probably. show. I mean, there is quite a few stories out there of people escaping that community. Yeah. And it's, but, it's horrifying. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if like, you know, it's since the, the show has been a huge hit, they even released a making of documentary mm-hmm. on it on mm-hmm. Netflix. So yeah. you might have seen like her come up again in the media. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I can imagine yeah. it's hard to watch. I... It's hard to watch, but it's like she deserves to have this amazing story told. Yeah. Yeah. After what she went through. So that's what I know. I guess we better get cracking. We better get cracking here. Shall we, we jump in? Shall we yeah. jump in? Hey, what are we talking about this week, ladies? Urban legends? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Urban legends for 500, please. <laughs> um, you know, it's a sleepover. It's what you do we, at a spooky slumber party. You, you got to talk about some herbies, yeah. some herby legends. Yeah. Real yeah. quick, though. Real quick, though. Did y'all watch the urban legend movies, the horror movies? Oh, of course. In theaters. Yes. I mean, as soon as they Same. came out. The first one's the best. Yeah. First one's totally the best. Oh, yeah. Got that little Robert England cameo in there. (laughs) I feel out of the loop. What are we talking about? Oh, Oh, there's some 90s horror (laughs) movies called Urban Legend. It was like. Oh, well, of course I didn't see that. It was like right. It was a child. It was right in the (laughs) thick of the. the, It was like the teen horror boom of the late 90s and. When they, yeah, when they were just throwing them out at us. Like, yeah, I I didn't get into the spooky shit until like. 2010 so it was like if, when you go to the theater and you see a preview and that dimension films logo comes up you're like i'm ready you for knew. a treat yeah you like rub your little hands yeah. together you're like your little, oh my god teenage hands yeah your Dude, nasty for, little dirty teenage hands for me it's the uh the blumhouse logo or the blumhouse productions thing that's when i know oh my shit's gosh. going down yeah. oh my yeah, gosh totally <laughs> totally but now i'm and, like blumhouse and now we're like a24 <laughs> yes! funky paw yes, that's yes. jordan yeah <laughs> yeah i mean the thing is is blumhouse got fingers in a lot of pies they, <laughs> they, they do they do and there's been some stuff said but you know but you know at the end of the day they made an insidious pie and i'm very happy about that <laughs> Yeah, the and there's oh, so pie so I good, stand. And that so was like right when it started. And it was like, yeah, it's like this new production company called Blumhouse. And yeah, it's like these, yeah. two, Dude, Blumhouse, these two dudes. Blumhouse started amazing. Right. Currently, it's a hit or miss. <laughs> they got a, they got a, they're in their redemption arc right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, I remember one of the first uh, horror, teen horror movies I went and saw with a bunch of my friends in theaters was like in 2009 or 2010. And we went and saw Jennifer's Body and it was the <gasps> best. Oh, yeah. I'm in the music video for one of the songs from that movie. Are you? Yes. From that Panic movie. at the Disco. I love Jennifer's Body. I love Jennifer's body. You know, it's funny because that was one of those movies that like people really panned, but like fans loved it and they still yeah. do. And it was like, it had like a lot of queer awakenings for people and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it just goes to show, you know, like the heart wants what it wants. <laughs> <laughs> True that. So who's going to go first with the Irby ledge? Not me. <laughs> I think Derby Devil's going to go first. All right. So I'm going to kick this off. I'm going to kick it off. We're going to talk about a little spooky cryptid by the name of Siren Head. Yeah. Yes. So if you are uh, interested in video games at all, or if you know of our sweet artist friend, Trevor Henderson, um, then you know about Siren Head. Siren Head's spooky as fuck, and I love Siren Head. (laughs) Um, So, basically, I first heard about Siren Head from um, (laughs) one of our favorite YouTubers, Markiplier. Um, He plays video games on YouTube, for those that don't know. Um, So, he played a, um, a pretty simple game about Siren Head. And he had never heard of it before. And he was like, what even is this? So he's like walking, like you're basically in the game and you're walking through some woods and you hear a a siren sound in the distance. It's just like, whoop, whoop, you know, like a siren. And (laughs) and, um, so he's like trying to figure out what the heck's going to happen. And so he's walking through, walking through and you get to the end of this little path and there's like a dead body hanging in a tree. And then you turn around and you see Siren Head. 
And oh my gosh, even in this janky ass game, I was like, what the fuck? I am interested. What is this? Um, so he is this like tall, lanky, almost slender man like creature. Yes. Uh, yeah. Just uncomfortably but- tall. <laughs> uncomfy uncomfy tall um and he has he basically almost looks like a lamppost with two speakers <laughs> on his head that's very accurate yeah that's it's spooky, very spooky. Accurate yeah yeah are you looking at it right now is that yes, what you're doing it's like yeah. if you so, took that cute little lamp from brave little toaster and like extended it like 10 yeah. 15 feet or the, or the pixar lamp and made it yes lamp. and made it just yeah. absolutely nightmare fuel shove those two together yeah. and you get siren yeah. kelly you just pulled <laughs> brave little toaster out of the depths of my memories and i'm gonna <laughs> cry yeah, that's oh that's that ish is good. But Wait, there is a lamp in it, right? <laughs> there yeah, is, okay. and I remember him. You're right, but oh my god! Oh my god! Sure is. You guys, I haven't like, thought about the good little toaster, the brave little toaster, in so long. Oh my god, I'm so happy because let's let's talk about the little blanket, the electric blanket. blanket. No, let's not. Yes. No, I'm gonna cry. The trauma. <laughs> the trauma. Oh Wait. What streaming service is the Brave Little Toaster on? Because I need to watch it ASAP. I'm gonna look. I'm upset. Oh my god, Emma, you should get a tattoo of the Brave Little Toaster. I'm, dude. Can you imagine just a Brave Little Toaster on my ankle? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's just floating there with like nothing around it. Just a Brave Little Toaster. <laughs> that's it. Just one Brave Little Toaster. Oh, oh my god. And the vacuum cleaner, the vacuum cleaner was like an angry old man. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wait, why is that movie yeah. so sad? Why do I feel like sad thinking about it? Does something sad happen? I feel so sad thinking it's about sad it. Sad stuff happens. Okay. I, I don't even remember specifically what happened. It's on Disney it's Plus. It's on it's Disney on Plus. It's on Disney Plus. I have Disney Plus. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Am I going to make another cocktail and drunk watch Brave Little Toaster tonight? Yes. I yes, think yes, I'm going to. happen. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> Kelly, I'm so glad you brought that up. I am, Holy too. Shit. I'm so happy just, like, uh, hearing your reaction. I, I honestly forgot it existed. <laughs> It's an all-star cast too in that that one. We have to watch it in the cuddle puddle. Disney, um, Disney star of voice star Thurl Ravenscroft is in that movie. Excuse me, what was that name again? Thurl Ravenscroft. Who is that? (laughs) He's behind so many of our favorite Disney uh, things. And he also did the voice of Tony the Tiger for decades. Whoa. No way. Wait, is yeah, he the, no. the voice of real... in... Who is he the voice of in Brave Little Toaster? Kirby. Who's that? <laughs> Kirby is the... <coughs> He's a voice in the Tiki Room. He's a haunted bust. Um, Kirby. No way. Wait, who's the Kirby? Tiki Room? Kirby was. Is he the vacuum? Is, that the... is he the vacuum? I think he's the vacuum. Oh, he's the yeah, because because if yeah, you're he's saying the vacuum, yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. So the vacuum is Kirby. I do remember that now. Kirby. Yeah. Anyway, Fuck. I'm sad now. I'm oh, sad. okay. No, we're gonna talk. <laughs> we're gonna talk Siren I'm Head. I'm happy. Siren, Siren Head. Head. So Siren Head. Now we all got a visual for Siren Head. Yep. It's so funny though. Like I'm sad and I don't even remember why. I know. I'm sad. Me neither. Like, why? I what don't know happens? what it is. Uh, <laughs> I have a feeling trauma. it's got to do with that blanket. It's something to do with that late blanket. Trauma. The blanket. It's something yep. to do with the blanket. Boris, you are laying on the wrong side again. <sighs> this child. He's gonna rip out his stitches and. Oh yeah, my dog had surgery. Everybody. <laughs> he is the brave little toaster. Yes, my Boris is the brave little toaster. He tore his ACL and he got surgery for it. And uh, yeah, now I know what it's like to have a needy toddler. So that's fun. Um, yeah, so that's a thing. So that's a thing. Okay, Siren Head. So basically, Mark Player played this game and he was like, what is this? This is so cool. I've never heard of this before. So he goes down the rabbit hole of figuring out who came up with Siren Head. What is Siren Head? And uh, came upon our our good friend Trevor Henderson, um, amazing artist, really interesting, creepy, spooky art dude. Um, and actually, <laughs> when I was stumbling through his Instagram, he did a little um, 
a little piece based on that short story called The Jaunt by Stephen King. Yes! <laughs> and so I was like, what is this? I don't understand this. I, I, I want to go see what this is. So I Googled myself the jaunt and I read the jaunt and I was and I have still been forever affected by the jaunt. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I want to read the I jaunt. Have... I've never read the jaunt. Oh, this, oh this, Kelly. Um, this was a few weeks ago and Emma texted me and she's like, do you remember the jaunt by Stephen King? And I had to look it up and I was like, well, it's in the night shift, which was like the first oh. of his collection i ever read and i was like you know what i don't recall it and she's like "Mm, maybe you should read it right now i was like read it now read it now i need someone to 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 be upset with me right now and oh my god it is brilliant i feel like i've yeah have i read night shift i don't know i can't remember you should read the jaunt now no you need just even just google i found the the jaunt on google someone posted it on some spooky website somewhere and it's a it's a quick read it took me maybe like 40 minutes um, oh, yeah, it's okay. quick. Yeah. And yeah, I, it's oh my god, dude, it stuck with me. Uh, it still has stuck with me. Actually, I think about it. I was thinking about it yesterday, and I was like, oh, oh my god, it's um, sticking your craw. Yeah, and so and actually, Kelly, let me know when you read it, and then I will send you the art piece that Trevor Henderson did. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so you can be spooked the fuck out with us because yes. it is. <laughs> anyways trevor henderson's great follow him on instagram he's incredible um but he basically comes up with like spooky creatures and so he's got a lot of weird creatures on his in his whole uh mythos i guess you could say (laughs) (laughs) he's got like one called long horse that's super weird (laughs) um but siren head is definitely my favorite out of all of them so siren head um is a big old spooky boy, tall, lanky dude. And um, let us read this. Uh, da, 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 da. Siren Head, who is sometimes called Lamp Head, um, <laughs> which is not nearly as spooky, uh, is a hostile cryptid and urban legend created by the artist Trevor Henderson. It's a tall, mysterious humanoid creature known for its odd appearance and the various sounds that emulate out of its head, which consists of a metallic pole with sirens attached to it. Um, all images of siren head are presented very similarly to each other featuring siren head as a tall thin desiccated and dehydrated humanoid with mummified skin and dual sirens on its head yeah his skin is gross like (laughs) nasty he just looks like he's been laying in a grave for most of his life and he's like up and walking around now Great. Um, Henderson has confirmed that Siren Head sirens have the ability of re- releasing various sounds out of them, such as conversations, white noises, and extremely loud sounds, which can damage hearing. Siren Head has been presented with differing objects on its head, depending on two known photographs. Two known photographs. That's funny. Um, <laughs> in the first photo, more than two sirens are seen on Siren's he- Siren Head's head, while in the second photo, Siren Head's head is that of a street lamp, which gave Siren Head the nickname Lamp Head. These two photographs verified two theories. Siren Head has the ability to change its appearance in order to fit in with the world, or that subspecies of Siren Head exist. Interestingly enough, the only metallic piece of Siren Head... Siren... I'm sorry, I'm a little buzzed. Interestingly (laughs) enough, the only metallic piece of Siren Head are the sirens on its head, while its body is made out of organic veins, wizened old skin, and wires, which are spiraled on its torso and neck. Some theorize that the, that the sirens aren't naturally appearing. Uh, Trevor Henderson goes on to explain that Siren Head might be packed up with a loose cassette tape and a tape recorder incorporated into its body. This may be the explanation of how Siren Head captures sounds of the victims and surrounding sounds, which Siren Head pl- replays as bait. Ugh. On April 25th, 2020, Henderson released a statement on Twitter, which goes on to explain that Siren Head isn't a man-made creature and that Siren Head has the ability of imitating various human technology. Trevor Henderson also explained that Siren Head's appearance varies on whom seeing it people might see different versions of siren head although the anatomy is always the same the thin and skeletal figure with different heads explaining the sightings of the so-called lamp head and the multi-headed variation Ew. he's a spooky boy he's a spooky spooky siren boy. head yeah so yeah basically you know there are you know photos of him that you can find and even spooky videos that people have made where you can like 
Um, there's one in particular that I've seen where it's like a guy inside of his room and you hear a siren blaring and it's like and and the lights have gone out and it's like spooky spooky and then outside of the window you see a siren head just kind of walking by <laughs> uh, like, how did you do that what the fuck it's so spooky oh my god so spooky how did you do that so spooky yeah it's really cool um and all, there's yeah. more and more games. I guess Siren Head's kind of like building up popularity too. So more and more games have been coming out. And Markiplier actually did a whole um, three scary games of just three uh, Siren Head games. And they were all very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and scary. And spooky. Yeah, two of them were scary. The last one was like, the fuck? Um, you know how there are like weird like almost like anime like dating games that you can play yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah there was there was a siren head dating game oh it was my god i want to play that. siren head needs love too <laughs> i'll send you i'll send you guys the link oh my god it's so funny did you see that um, the daddy dating game that he played uh, yeah <laughs> where they pretty much copied him yes <laughs> it's very funny so funny so funny. Um, uh, I like Siren Head because it's it's cool, like this mishmash of like technology and stuff. It's like mm-hmm. very now. It's a very now. I like that we have a new. Thing. We got a new player in the game. Yeah, the you game. Gotta, and he's up. In he's up on it. Yeah, he's in yeah. this century. He's yeah. like, I'm not one of those old. You know, don't call me Mothman. Mothman was my father's name. Mm-mm, you know, mm-hmm, he's like mm-hmm. not about that. <laughs> oh my gosh even slender man's uh, getting up there getting old you know he's getting a little long yeah in the tooth. well and slender i mean <laughs> there was the actual you know murder i mean stuff. that's so, like so yeah, slender man kind of went that's yeah awful. went to another stratosphere Oof. now it's just yeah, yeah. oh slenderman yeah. did kelly you didn't uh, pick slenderman did you i did not you did not pick i did not i did not dude either. When Jonathan and I first started dating is around the time when the Slenderman game first came out. You know, when you have to find the eight pages. Yeah. And we uh, recreated the eight pages in real life and we hung them up around downtown. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, it's it's so fun doing those things. But then there's no payoff for it because you're not seeing people find them. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (sighs) So fun. Amazing. Oh, my goodness. Um, sh- who wants to go next? I feel like I should because I feel like go Sandra's ahead. gonna like own this. So no, I no, she will not. No, she, she will though. She, she, she will. No, she, she, she might. Won't. She won't, y'all. <laughs> Spoiler alert: she doesn't. So go I'm going. I'm going very old school with mine. This was one of my one of my favorite <gasps> urban legends to tell back in the day, and I can't even remember so if I first heard it. If it was just like you know, heard it by mouth kind of thing, or if I actually read it in a book. It, it yeah. could potentially even be in that book that you have in that series of yeah the scary, scary. Uh, slumber party stories <laughs> the fuck <laughs> <laughs> scary stories to tell at slumber parties Some that sounds sleepovers right. that's a tongue twister so, you know something it's of that a nature. lot of alliteration and it's what like a trilogy it's a trilogy. Yeah. So it could be in one of those books, but okay, I'll tell you if it's in mine. So little girl is trying to go to sleep she's in her bed she's all alone it's a dark <gasps> and scary night is. um but she's got she's got a little dog that's her companion <gasps> oh i know what this is oh yeah. no oh no, no, oh, no. yeah okay it's it's awful but i have to be do honest it. it's one of my favorites do it. and like the yeah, ending dude, the good. ending line just like punches you in the face and it's like so oh it's so good okay so she's got her little doggy companion and anytime she gets scared at night she puts her hand under the bed where the dog is sleeping. Did you just turn off your lights, Sandra? Yeah, I did. Oh my I, did god. Lights. I should have done it for... Oh my god, I almost just called him Tunnelhead. But yeah, I should have done it for yours, but I'm doing it now. It's not Tunnelhead. So, okay, okay. So, yeah, Sorry, so anytime, anytime she gets scared, she puts her, her little hand under her bed where her dog is sleeping, and he gives her a few little licks, you know, just little comforting licks, and it's so sweet so and sweet. so cute and so everything. So, um, so she does this anytime she gets scared. So one night, she's particularly kind of freaked out because she's been hearing noises uh, downstairs coming from the kitchen and um, she's just a little spooked so um, she puts her hand under the bed gets little licks on her hand and she's like okay okay it's gonna be okay I'm just it's just my imagination there's something going on but she starts hearing drip 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 
she's like, okay, it's just, it's just the faucet is dripping in the kitchen. Everything's fine. Like, ah. and she keeps hearing just like, just weird noises. There's been like bangs and clangs and what she thinks are footsteps, but it's like, no, no, no. She's, it, she's like, okay, no, it's just my imagination. Maybe I'm like half asleep having a weird nightmare. She's kind of getting scared again. So she puts her hand under the bed and gets the reassuring licks from her dog. She's like, my dog's here with me. I'm safe. All is well. All is good. But the dripping just won't stop. It's just like drip, 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 drip. And it's just, oh my God, it's like so much and it won't stop. And now she's starting to get annoyed. She's like, okay, this is just like driving me crazy. Like, so she's like, okay, I'm like way too scared to get out of bed because of all these noises I've been hearing, but I got to go turn off the faucet because now it's just getting frustrating and I can't sleep. Um, so she tries to like suck it up. It gets brave. She's like, okay, you know, put her hand under the bed, get some reassuring licks. Lick, lick, lick. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. She's ready to go. So she hops out of bed, puts on a brave face, takes deep breath, goes downstairs to the kitchen. And what she walks in on is a sight so horrific. I don't even want to explain it, but I will try. Oh, no. She sees her. I don't even like to talk about it as a dog mom, but. Oh, no. She sees sees her dead dog (gasps) just completely gutted, hanging from the ceiling dripping blood onto the floor no and written in its blood on the refrigerator door it says humans can lick hands too (laughs) oh my gosh i want to know the after of that story what did she do after that where did this come from where did this story i don't know but how does everyone know about it i know i guess Everyone knows. And everyone knows like a little bit of different variation of it. Like my mm-hmm. variation is she she wakes up in the morning and she sees her dog dead on the floor and in his blood written on the wall is humans like fingers do. Ooh. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit different. It's tweaked a little bit. Yeah. And I've heard a lot of different versions that are tweaked just a tiny bit. And it's like, where did this all come yeah. from? How do we all know it? And why did the yeah. dog have what to die? Heck? I don't like this. <laughs> I think I heard it like it was like an adult woman living alone in like an apartment or something like that. Like it was, you know, like even a little bit (laughs) more like cautionary tale or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, the dog dies because the person has been licking her. Mm -hmm. I assume it's a man. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously. (laughs) It's it's, it's, it's a man. It's a man. Uh, Uh, Yeah. That's I really want to know where that came from. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- where where did that originate? Should we, should we look into it? Origin on that? I'm gonna yeah. look up check. origin Let's do a right checky now. Check. Um, oh, there is a forerunner in the 1919 story, The Diary of Mr. Pointer by M.R. James, where a young man absolutely, absolutely strokes his dog as he thinks while reading an old manuscript account of the sinister death of a young student obsessed with his own hair. Of course, the creature crouching at his side is not the dog. From 1919. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. Okay. So it's like somebody, well, not somebody, but you know, somebody read this story and then it's like a telephone game, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's based off like a work of fiction. Oh my God. There's so many versions. There's so many versions. So that's the like maybe original where people think it probably came from. And then it wasn't really shown again until 1997 in Campfire Tales. Okay, and then in an I episode, just, I, just clicked on, I just clicked on Campfire Tales. Do we need to watch this? I feel like we do. Yes, I, we do. I have maybe seen that. I don't know but if I've seen this. Um, I oh my gosh, was watched at a sleepover and like not paid attention type of deal. I have a lot did of those. You, um, <laughs> did any of y'all ever watch the series The L Word? No, I didn't either because I'm not gay, and I guess that's why. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't think it's a requirement. I don't. I I know, but dude, it's totally a thing. I have a, I have a few lesbian friends that have all been like, I grew up on that show, and I'm like, oh. I've never heard of it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but it's I know about it now. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Uh, an episode. So in, on the L word, Alice tells a version of the story where they sit around the campfire. An episode of Bed Sit from a scare be- at bedtime. A variation of the story is featured in Urban Legends Final Cut. A version of the story oh. is featured in Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh. Um, oh, an episode on Supernatural. They they reference it. Oh my god! It's it's, it's referenced so many times in so many media things. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's crazy. That one always always stuck with me. We're watching Campfire Tales at one of these points. I think we gotta. I think we gotta. Gotta. Um, Should I hit it? Should I take it? I'm so ready. I've been looking forward to yours. Oh my goodness. I feel as though it's been overhyped now. (laughs) Um, So... (laughs) I feel like I need to like make it better than it is. No, no, no. no. So, um, I I love that we all did a little bit of a different approach too. So mine was, um, you know, I talk about like my mom, kind of like Paula, and kind of like Kelly's mom too. You know, we have like some spooky connections with our moms. You know, like they're kind of into some of our. There's a little bit of overlap in that Venn diagram. <laughs> and like <laughs> when I was like a little kid, I think I've said this before. I used to be obsessed with a show called Sightings. It was like early 90s made, you know, a TV show where they, you know, talk to people who saw UFOs and crop circles. And um, I have to look this up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And mediums going into houses and uh, spontaneous human combustion and all this stuff. And I was super into it as a little kid. And my mom would make me a big picture of uh, grape uh, Kool-Aid. And I'd sit there and watch my program. She drank the Kool-Aid and she watched the program. Yeah. And um, like and that was followed by like. Like, I think Unsolved Mysteries came on after oh, that. So it was, yes, you know, it was I like, it. it was like a, it was like a Sunday oh afternoon. Wait, okay, sorted. that was the show with the spontaneous combustion lady? Well, yeah, they covered anything. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, that was I think I remember that. Oh. Yeah, it was like a news program, right? So um, since I've always been into that, my mom's pretty into it. And as I was growing up, she would tell me these kind of urban legends of where she grew up, which is what I wanted to talk about today. So my mom grew up in the San Luis Valley in Colorado, which is very, it's the desert and it's very near New Mexico. She traveled around a lot. Her mom was kind of a wanderer, <laughs> and but that's where she spent a lot of her time. And it is a very, very strange place. And I'd love it if any of our listeners are from there and know these stories. But they have a lot of happenings out there in the desert, in the valley. They have these giant sand dunes that are part of like a national park. And it is a hotbed of UFO activity. A hotbed. It's one of the UFO capitals of the world and i've heard it like it's one of the biggest ones in the country obviously it's like that in roswell and yeah other places and people saw stuff all the time when my mom was a little kid people saw ufos all the time um so my mom saw ufos a few times when she was growing up living there you know kind of the bright lights things a little bit of the not quite flying saucer but kind of like a disc like thing going on and the one that she saw that was the strangest was a blue glowing spiral which you know you guys know i love a spiral i've got a couple (laughs) tattoos my uzumaki yes and i love that one that one really stuck with me but it was like back in the day when she was a kid people were like they didn't want to talk about it because they were like oh people think you're crazy or whatever but it's like everybody knew this weird stuff was going on and was happening and now the valley like kind of plays into it like there's a lady that has a ufo viewing place like that she owns and like people can go up there and like ufo watch on her property oh my gosh that sounds like goals um but yeah lots of strange stuff in the sky and some of the native american peoples that lived in the area they even back 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 in their history reported that that place is something of like a gateway a doorway and travelers would come through and they don't know why this is if it's something like geothermal pools or what is going on that like attracts ufos to this area is it government testing out there so the ufos that's that's the big one that's the big one and then there's a lot of cattle mutilations out there oh no cattle 
livestock horse mutilations. And I guess one of them was really famous. And my mom said that like they have like a general store, you know, because now it now it's a little bit more bustling, but back then it was a little more sleepy. And though, like, the first mutilated horse was, like, stuffed and mounted out in front of the store. Oh, what? And up even until I found cases into 2009 of mutilations going on. Tongues removed, eyes removed, slices, incisions, all that stuff. And my mom said that what the authorities, what the authorities said back in the day is, oh, it's just some college kids playing pranks. And it's like college kids do not know how to mutilate cattle. No. And like, that's one of those things, like, it's always bothered me. I'm like, what a cover up. Like, come on. Like, again, is it is it the government doing experiments out there? Mm -hmm. Is it the aliens? Mm -hmm. What's going on? Is it something interdimensional happening here? Don't mutilate animals. It's just so don't. rude. Just don't. It's rude, but it's very fascinating because it's like, why is this happening? How is this happening? Yeah. They're doing their research. They're trying to figure out... How does this thing work? How does this work? What's mm -hmm. happening here? Maybe they're trying to build an animal from spare parts. I don't know what Maybe. they're Maybe they're hungry. I, I, think they're they're just, I think they're just doing research because that's the thing with people who... who um, who say they've been abducted before like yeah. they'll they have like weird little pricks on their skin and like will feel weird in certain ways and they're like yeah, yeah it's just uh, they're doing research That's they're doing so, they're just taking some tests mm -hmm. so then the last one which is one of my favorites so this is kind of like the san luis valley trio let's call it that it's like a neapolitan <laughs> so then we're on the vanilla now and <laughs> she said that there was stories of up in the hills that there were men in long robes with long hair and flowing beards, and they would chase you out. So, like, the kids would try to go to the hills just to, like, see how far they could make it before they got freaked out and came back down. Because it was said these men would find you, and they'd, like, abduct you, or they would, you know, chase you, or they'd shoot at you, or, you know, something, this weird cult of men up in the hills. And I, yeah, I was having a hard time finding anything more. And my mom's like, yeah, it was really like word of mouth stories like we kids told each other. But what I did find in my research is in the 1890s, there was an order of monks that decided to set up shop out there in in the hills. <laughs> and they, um, you can see it now, they drew a um, Our Lady of Guadalupe, they painted her on the side of a cliff relief. And it's really faded now, but it's still there. And you can see people like, you know, climbing and taking pictures with it and stuff. But I mean, you have to be like a serious climber, like, you right. know, with, with, you know, bungees and shit, carabiners. I don't know. I don't climb, <laughs> but <laughs> you got to get to get near it. But anyway, these monks were of a very specific order where they did all the creepy shit Ooh. where they would like self-flagellate with whips and things and they would crucify each other with oh real God. nails oh, no. and all of that like shit to like you know i don't know and the church eventually was like hey so this is um actually really off-putting to folks so we're gonna shut this down and there's still orders that do it around the world and stuff but they got kind of driven underground you know but i was like you know what i think that's where those stories originated from that the kids would tell each other because it was these weird monks that were s isolating out there and doing creepy shit. Yeah. Interesting. So San Luis Valley, what's going Dang. out? What's, what's going on out there in the desert in those there? in those sand is dunes? It UFOs or is it weird, creepy old monks? <laughs> is it the energy from these monks? What did they do? Were they dabbling with powers they did not understand from the native peoples? Oof. What is happening? Oof. I don't know. That's what I got. I don't know. I want to go. I want to go right now. I want to go too. Guys, there's so many trips I want to take with you too. Holy shit. Oh and we'll be so close to New Mexico. We'll just pop on over into Roswell. <laughs> just, just pop a, over. Just a little quick stop. Yep. Though, and I mean, like we've talked about, aliens are almost hardly even urban legend anymore because so many people believe in them. But it's like the amount of sightings <laughs> that people have had there is it's like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about the, uh, the recent 
popular UFO video, the Navy pilot. Love it. I've watched ones, it so many times. Wait, are we talking about the ones that the 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 Pentagon has released? Yes, yes, yes. I, I mean, if the Pentagon so threw them out there, then it's legit. Am I right? You're right. I mean, and people it's, are like, it, we don't know what it is. It's an unidentified flying object. We it's a UFO. That it's a, Ex- literally a UFO. That it's aliens. <laughs> It's aliens. It's interdimensional <laughs> stuff going on. What could it be though? Like- if it okay, if it's if it's just like something not alien, like what is it? Like could an animal you know, do that? <laughs> no. no, girl, it's not an animal. I think that the US government or just people on Earth in general have been communicating with people from other planets for a while now and they've just been keeping it a secret and now donald trump probably pissed them off and they're like well they're gonna attack soon so we better let the people know so they're not super surprised so they're like here's some videos make what you want of it but it's it's aliens and they're gonna attack soon it's 2020 it's uh, the weird shit is happening yeah okay it's bye june. it's june it's, june. <laughs> it's only june we still have a lot of year left so much could happen um i mean you know i love everything i'm like it's an interdimensional being that's mm-hmm. like my blanket answer for like everything in life <laughs> but maybe it is maybe it's maybe it's sasquatch and he's learned <laughs> how to fly something he, he's been in hiding just building a, him and a, yeti craft yeah they like got together and they're like we're taking this back and we got technology like planet of the apes Bitches were back. But, like, I also think it would be hilarious if it was just, like, a big piece of plastic that was just falling through the air and everybody's, not, like, freaking out about it's it. It's not that. No, like, so, it's not whoa. that. <laughs> Maybe it's Elvis. Maybe that's Elvis flying through the air. Oh, my God. Tupac? Tupac? Is Tupac that you? And, <laughs> and Whitney. <laughs> It is too soon. Wow, it's it's too just soon. it's just like a sphere of talent. <laughs> it is. That's exactly what it is. Raw it's talent. Raw they made a ball of talent. talent. It's this. Hi- it just it's like shuttling through the air. This like hip hop, R and B, rock and roll, rockabilly yes. mishmash. Oh my yes. god! That's it's amazing. created. It's created a shuttle. Call. And it, but it ends up just sounding like that that Nelly Tim McGraw song from the early two thousands. Uh, about it over and over again. Over and over again. Oh, that's over a mind worm. That song's a mind worm. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, I forgot that existed. Oh my god. Emma, Two things Emma, that Kelly soul, has brought back into my mind. My sole purpose to, for existence is to bring things back into your mind <laughs> that you've forgotten about. Oh, that's oh my god. You know what Kelly is the human version of? Of those old, um, like, made-for-TV, like, infomercials where it's like, you remember this hit? Remember this? <laughs> Do you remember? On, I think it was on. It was either on MTV or VH1, but it was um, those those like specials where they'd get celebrities to talk about a certain decade and things that they remember yes. from. Oh, I love the I love the eighties. I love the eighties. I love the seventies. Oh, I, I watched the, all that. Oh, yeah, these too. Yep, I loved those. We I think that's nostalgia. what made my love for the for the before decades. Oh. The, the before times? Before I was born <laughs> times. It's true. And like, I don't know, just weird stuff that kind of got culturally passed down and then you're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now we love a nostalgia boom here at the slumber party. Oh, I saw do. this, I saw really this tweet do. recently. It was like, it was saying how like sourdough starters are basically just like a classy Tamagotchi for millennials. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's so uh, true. Speaking of sourdough starters, I totally just killed mine and I'm really upset oh, about no. it. Oh no! It's dead. R.I.P. Maybe R. I. P. Scott baby. Maybe Scott will let you Rip. have some Scooby Doe. Oh my god, if I could get some Scooby Doe, I'd be really happy with he's that. Gonna, he's gonna hook you up with some Scooby Doe in a jar. I'll take some Scooby Doe. I you can bring over him. a jar. I have so many jars. You have I'll so many jars. Over. I do have so many jars. You've got to you've got to sing to your dough though. You've got to sing to it. You've got to be sweet to it. It's like a plant. It's like a pet. It's like yeah. a little pet. Yeah, yeah you got to talk to it. Yep. I didn't give this this starter enough love, and it made me sad. And and I you feel gotta, bad. You got to feed them. They're hungry. Well, I have some happy news. It's like a gremlin. S- some happy news Tell on me. the on the board game front. Um, talk to us. 
There is a Shining game coming out this fall. Yes! Yes, we need it, people. It is an escape room board game. Yes. Where you have to unravel clues and solve puzzles to escape from the Overlook Hotel. Oh my god, we need it. And I am so excited. I cannot wait. Um, (gasps) They also have a Scooby-Doo game, which that's what made me think of it when you said Scooby-Doo. But um, <laughs> yeah, they have a, like a Scooby Doo escape room game. <laughs> but I'm ob- oh my god, obviously need to purchase the Shining one. That will be happening this fall. Oh yep. my god, yep. you guys! That. That'll be so much. So fun. excited! Yes. As I say this, my little again, I bring it up every episode. My little nyctophobia game is looking at me like, when will it be my turn? <laughs> when will it me, be my please? turn? Play me, play me, play me. Um, oh, but yeah, so the, so, uh, the Shining game, it's, um, going to be put out by USAopoly. Um, they, sure. they do, they do all the big guns. They do Monopoly. They do, I think they do Trivial Pursuit. Love varying. Trivial Pursuit. Um, yeah, they, they're like one of the board game big wigs. Do you guys like Monopoly? I do. don't. <laughs> Me neither. I get bored. I do too. I do too. Emma, what's I... the key to not getting bored? Do you play as the shoe? What happens? How do you not <laughs> no, get no, bored? No, no, no. Here's the trick to not getting bored in Monopoly. Are you ready? Tell us. Speed Monopoly. <gasps> Wait, what? Speed Monopoly. Don't think, just do. Oh. <laughs> no planning. No strategy. No plan. No. no strategy. You just fucking do it. Okay. You're done get in like through. an okay. hour and then you probably end up bankrupt very quickly. But right. hey, if you make good choices, it goes fine. It sounds like my life and I'm going to do, it. do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I'm I'm a big fan of speed anything. It's hilarious. Oh, you're speed a big fan Scrabble. Of speed. speed Scrabble is a really good time. I do like the speed the card game too. That's very fun. Yeah. Uh, do you like uh, Do you like video games like speed through videos? Uh, no, I, when it comes to video games, I take my sweet time, except if it's a game I've already played, like I'm playing Bioshock again, because I just love it so much. And now I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of speeding through it, but I'm also taking my time because I'm really taking it. I'm sorry, Boris just Um, walked by. Yeah, Boris. And he just like, it was the (laughs) cutest thing. He did a total cryptid. It was the cutest thing ever. Oh my God. He gives off off, like Demi-Gorgon vibes in his coat and he's slinking around. Yeah. (laughs) He's a spooky boy and I love him. Yeah. Um, But yes, speed board games, speed card games, but video games I take slow because I like to take in the environment. Very good. I like it. but, But generally, you're like you're not a patient man no not one bit no i love it you're like my time is money (laughs) jonathan and i bought a lazy susan to put our scrabble board on so we don't have to like one person has to have it upside down so we just switch it back and forth yeah it's great yeah you know what's funny is like because i'm the lit witch right and i'm all about books and all that people Mm -hmm. always want to play scrabble with me and i don't like scrabble whoa i don't like scrabble Maybe I'll like it playing with you guys. You, yeah, Speed Scrabble. Speed, speed Scrabble. Yep. And then we take Speed and we play Speed Scrabble. <laughs> and oh, we watch Speed <laughs> and Speed 2. <laughs> yeah. And then we, we just build birdhouses all night. Yeah. Woo! Because we got so much energy to burn. Because we're on Speed. <laughs> yes, because we're on Speed. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Future oh episode. And then we just, like, we just like turn into the cast of Requiem for a Dream and like all of a sudden like... I become Jared Leto. I'm like, Ma, you on uppers, Ma? Are you on uppers? Oh my God. And then like, I don't know. And Sandra's going to be like Ellen Burstyn. Oh just like. I'm going to be Ellen Burstyn? Or does Emma want to be Ellen Burstyn? I don't care. Put me wherever okay, you want. Okay. I know. I don't know who I am. I was just really concerned about it. Um, well, either one of you. You can Rochambeau who gets to be Ellen Burstyn. Somebody's got to be Jennifer Connelly. Oh, but she has to do that like. I was going to say, somebody could be the dildo. <laughs> Me! I'll be okay. the dildo. You want to okay. be the dildo? Okay, then I'll be Ellen Burstyn. You'll be Ellen Burstyn. You'll be wearing your pretty red dress, going on the or game can I just show. Be the, can I just be the track marks? Yeah. I'm, I, I'm going to be the, the game show host. I'm going to be like, 1-800-JUICE-FOR-YOU! Ah, <laughs> wait, then I want to be Jared Leto. Okay, okay, <laughs> you be Jared Leto. <laughs> This is so great. We're going to do a shadow cast of it, and it'll be so <laughs> much fun. I'll do the because soundtrack. That- I'll just stand there and be like, da-da, da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da. 
because you know what everybody just wants to watch that movie over and over and over again it's one of those brilliant pieces of filmmaking that you need to see like oh my gosh i haven't seen it since like 2000 uh, 2004 three maybe it's been a a hot minute i think they should show like 13 year olds that movie and just like (laughs) don't think about it don't think about it ass to ass (laughs) (laughs) you don't want to do it not gonna do it. Oh Jesus! Oh, I Ugh. love you guys. Oh, I love, love you guys, guys I miss too. You so much. I miss you so much. Um, it's it's that spooky summer party tuck in time. Oh, time to tuck. Time, time to tuck. I forgot the sleeping bag again, but it's too hot to get. <laughs> it's to sleep. way oh, too it goddamn hot. Worst things don't breathe. We're sleeping no, in the nude girl. tonight, ladies. Oh, that's right. We're naked. <laughs> We're naked. We're naked. Let's go lay out on the grass naked. Oh Ooh. my god! Yes. Why not, right? That's super witchy, and I love it. Let's look at let's the. Go now. Let's like go stargazing together. <gasps> Naked in the grass. Yeah, perfect. We're doing it. And on the on that it's note, also also happy birthday, Stevie Nicks. <gasps> happy birthday, birthday, beautiful witch. We love you. Mama. We stand, yes. Stevie. Yes, we do. Mm. 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 Goddess. Mm. Ah, my god. My god. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I miss all right. you all so much. I, I miss, miss you guys too. too. Uh, and I miss all the, sl- the spooky, sleepy fam all over yes. the world. Thank you all for tuning in and listening to us through this weird time in life. Yeah. Keep in touch. Yeah. We're only a DM away. It's true. Oh, Sorry man. we haven't been super prevalent on social media lately. No, We're it's all- like, you know, we like don't really exist right now. Like, like it's hard real life. Crying. Oh my gosh, trying. guys, as soon as I get off of our call, I'm going to post my tarot deck. Oh, I'm yes. Post, I'm post it, oh, I did yes. post my book. I'm going to post some tarot cards because I don't have any excuse. There's no excuse for me. And are we, are we doing that like top nine album thing or like albums that... Change. Oh yeah. God! I don't. Oh, that's it's hard. hard. It's hard. It's it hard. is hard. It's but so I'm hard. gonna post that soon too. I'm gonna do it. Okay. I'm just gonna do I'll it. Get on it. I'll get I'm on gonna it. Do it. Gonna do it. Gonna do it. Do you guys want to do, do it, as, it. A, as a static post or as a story? Do it as story, story time. That's what I story thought. Time, okay, yeah. just wanted to make sure. Yes. Okay. So speaking of story time, this has been a wonderful story time. So fun. So we, we've got urban that. legends, old, new, and potentially like real life family urban legends. Happening right now. Oof, oof, oof. Um, um, do you have any spooky urban legends you want yeah. to share with us? Please DM us on Instagram or send us an email or literally contact us in any way and we will we will read your story on this yeah, podcast. We'd love we'd to love hear to like the lesser it. like the lesser known ones, like maybe ones that just happened like in your neighborhood that like not a lot of people <gasps> yes. know. About. Give um, us your hometown urban legend. Ooh, your hometowns. Or, like, or like even worse, like ones that like started as urban legend, but then turned out to actually be true. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Weird Ooh. shit that's happened in your life. We're not going to judge you. We're going to assume it's all true. Yeah. We're going to believe you. All Do right. Yeah. Let's get naked and go to the dark web, people. <laughs> Let's get naked and go, go to, to the dark web. Still light as a feather and stiff as a board. Oh my god, that was beautiful. Summer party. Light as a feather, stiff as a board.